0: So I want to welcome everybody this evening. Thank you so much for participating. This is Reverend Anna Jones, and we're gathered here tonight to receive uh, yet another um, Archangel Michael global transmission. This is um, the uh new series for twenty twenty one that i've been doing i've been leading these uh, global transmissions um, at archangel michael's request and i'm going to share a little bit about myself and how that process works um, since but I've been leading them for uh, the global level through this this teleconference and also via zoom and other formats um, since uh, 2010, 2009, that time period as far as globally. But uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar to me, uh, to my work and to my ministry, uh, I want to encourage you to um, read more about me and to listen to more of the podcasts. Um, All of that are available up on my website. Uh, There's um, multiple podcasts from already this series and uh, from the series of global transmissions that were uh, last year in 2020 as well as other transmissions that are just kind of uh, random ones that have been uh, recorded and posted up there. Uh, There's not multiple years of transmissions up there, but there are multiple transmissions uh, available for everybody to listen to. And um, in each one of them, there's always an introduction. In fact, um, if you're listening to the introduction uh, in a podcast and you um, already feel like you you know know what you need to know, or you don't really not interested in knowing what the the questions is and the process is, and you want to just fast forward. Uh, there's always a, a slider that can be used. That's right there on my webpage um, uh, on the podcast for you to fast forward using that slider uh, to where the the transmission begins. I believe those of you who listen to it via iTunes also uh, are able to um, use some kind of fast forward feature that's available there on iTunes. So my bio is available on my website. I'm going to tell just a little bit of my story, and I'm going to get into talking about the process and what the questions are that. We're um, putting forth to ask for Archangel Michael to give us guidance on tonight. And um, you can also, through listening to some of those other podcasts and listening to some of the uh, intros to those, um, you can also learn a lot more um, about me and about my, my work and my ministry. So um, there's multiple parts to my ministry, aspects of it. Uh, this is just one aspect of it. This is part of what I call my angelic ministry. Um, I'm an interfaith minister. That means I work with people of all faiths and no faith um uh, all denominations also within those faiths. and um i've I uh, literally worked with people from all different types of spiritual paths, traditions, religions, uh, etc. And I have a background um, in world religions. Um, but I'm really uh, the deepest heart of my heart, um, you know, called to all that I do in my ministry work, both my healing ministry and uh, the, the, all the ministry that I do through the, the teaching and the tours and the t- retreats that I facilitate, um, all the different aspects of it. I'm really uh, called at the deepest heart level um, as a modern mystic, and I've had been having mystical experiences my entire life since, be, since literally the very first memory of my life at age three, um, which uh, was uh, a mystical experience in and of itself. So uh, there's never been a time when I've not felt connected to the angels uh, personally uh, in my life. There's been times when I haven't been able to access them as easily as or as clearly as I've worked to access them now but there's never been a time in which I've never known their presence or felt their presence um, in, in, in my conscious waking life and at the age of 14 uh, this is for those of you again who want to know like well how did all this start where did all this begin I'm only going to give you the brief synopsis um, is when I started doing um, a very uh, powerful, mystical form of um, laying on of hands healing that included uh, being able to prophesy and speak through messages for other people. And that's when I started receiving messages to deliver for other people. But back then it was really, really short. Uh, sometimes it was just a sentence, a word, a phrase. And it was in a youth group, that, a charismatic youth group that I was involved in that went on uh, for only a short number of years. Um, And then uh, that is when I started to branch off and to go into exploring anything and everything else that I could uh, when it comes to when it comes to especially the mystical aspects of spiritual traditions um, and the direct personal experience that we can have um, with spirit with the ultimate reality with the ultimate truth with the divine um, and with the higher beings that are working with us um, and then through the 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 guidance that I was continuing to receive through the communications that I was receiving through those mystical experiences and meditations um, is when I eventually received the process that we're going to be uh, using tonight. Too long of a story to tell you as to how that all led up, but um, the process we're going to be using tonight was given to me um, the angel said uh, the angels guides and guardians working with me uh, Archangel Michael of course is one of my angels guides and guardians um, and uh, they, they basically gave me this process and said to always use it and it would always work and not just for myself but for others as well to have the communion experience with them and also to facilitate a communication experience with them um, so I always uh, tell you about the process that I use I also that that's a, a very important thing to be um, for, for someone who um, is a transmedium or is a channel to be uh, very transparent about what that process is that they that they that they use to make that connection um, so this process uh, was given to me and part of the process um, was to always uh, the instruction that I was given was to always come forward with questions uh, to to approach with questions and that the questions and this has been explained to me over the years so this was um, you know many many years ago decades ago that this process was given to me and I've used it ever since and um, and then it, over the years it's been explained to me repeatedly just how important the questions are the word itself is quest I on it tells them what we're seeking but it also tells them what our will is to know um, and oftentimes uh, while the Angel guides and guardians the higher beings working with the earth and working with each of us individually can do a lot to help us on a regular basis and do do a lot to help and facilitate and serve for us on a regular basis oftentimes they are able to do so much more and they've said this repeatedly when they are asked and sometimes there's certain things that well, it won't even open the door for unless the question is asked. Like, they, they, they're they just not going to go there until we're ready, and the question also lets them know we're ready. So um, I have a um, study group that I started called Archangel Michael um, Study Group and Meditation Circle, and that is on the, the second um, Tuesday. So it's the second Tuesday of every month. And in the study group, um, we are studying these messages that are coming through from these transmissions. Uh, everybody who's in the study group who signs up for it, it's a paid class type of thing. Um, everybody who's in the study group gets a, um, a, a an actual typed transcript, a typed and edited transcript of the message that comes through on the 20th of each month. And then we study those messages on the 20th of each month month, going through it word for word and trying to go deeper into integration and realization about it. And one of the um, uh, extras, so to speak, for uh, being a part of the study group, uh, in addition to receiving a meditation, everybody being guided in a meditation each month um, that I write specifically for trying to integrate these messages, integrate the wisdom that comes through these messages. But one of the other extras that um, is offered to everybody in the study group is for them to submit questions because it's just too hard to have um, everybody participating on these calls submitting questions um, when I add together the people that are signed up for this call and all of the other calls uh, there's almost a thousand people signed up for the calls but there's not that many obviously that participate live but um, everybody who participates gets sent the, the podcast recording link once it's up and ready and that will take a a few days uh, for the podcast link to be processed, um, everything that has to be done uh, and and be able to get that up and get that out to all of you who are who are registered, who are on the list. you all receive an email once that that podcast is up and ready. So the uh, members of the SETI group um, are able to ask ask questions if they want and they are able to submit that to me via email so I'm going to start now with the questions and then I'll explain to you the rest of the process um, that we're going to use I got two questions from members of the study group and then I came up with some other questions of my own so um, both of the questions that I received from the study group members are follow up questions to last month's message transmission from Archangel Michael so um Thank mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to that, it's already been podcast, in um, the podcast on iTunes. is called the Celestial Voice Podcast. And so, if you either um, go onto iTunes and search under my name, or search under um, uh, Celestial Voice Podcast, you'll see all of them listed there. Um, and uh, the mo- the one at the very top, the most recent one, is the one from last month. And then it's also at onajonesonline.com. Click on the podcast page. It's the very top one so it'll kind of give you more references to what these questions are because these two questions that were submitted um, from the study group members are questions in follow-up to last month's um, last month's message so the first question that got submitted um, has to do with empathy and uh, Archangel Michael last month in his message brought through a beautiful um, powerful message on the virtue of empathy and uh, the question that's put forth here uh, it, it pertains to what he said uh, in that message where he talked about empaths especially so how, how everybody has empathy but there are some people that have it like dialed up to the, this is my terminology not his uh, but, but really you know, tuned, turned on to a much higher uh, degree of intensity that are called empaths and um, he, he gave some wonderful things that he had to say about empaths, but one of the things he described is that right now, um, happening during this year of emergence is something that's been a theme that he's been talking about in each one of the transmissions thus far, um, but right now during this year of emergence, he calls it, um, that empaths are experiencing an enhancement, like a, a, an extra amount of increase uh, in their empathic abilities, sensitivities, etc. Um, so the question is pertaining to that and um, is basically asking him if there's, uh, if he could describe more about what is happening uh, to empaths right now uh, during this year of emergence, you know, what, and how to best be able to handle that increase of sensitivities, respond to that increase of sensitivities, uh, beyond that which he's already said or described about that. So, what what I do is I've just put the questions out there. And then he chooses to um, respond or not. Um, it, the, the, this is something that he's asked me. These transmissions are something that he's asked me to do. Um, and I know that he has always something in mind that he wants to speak on. And that so we will actually give him permission to speak to us about whatever he feels is for our highest good. That will also be included in there. But we just put these questions out there because it's part of the process that they gave me years ago to, to never approach. Without you know putting the questions forward was the first instruction um and just let it go right, so it was kind of like putting it out there. He's knowing that that he's listening right now and we're just letting it go. The next question submitted from the study group member also in follow-up to something he talked about last month was um, in regards to the subject of know thyself. Um, He referred to um, the quote that was asked about by the participant, uh, know thyself as being connected to the virtue of awareness. Um, And uh, he said he gave some beautiful teachings on the um, subject of awareness Uh, as a virtue but he also said that awareness was more than a virtue and in the past he said this also about love so the participant is saying um, if awareness is more than a virtue just as love is more than a virtue can he describe more of that to us is there anything else he would like to say about this um, or on the subject of awareness so those are the questions put forth about that Um, So those are the two submissions from the study group members. And the study group is still open for participation. Um, If any of you still want to participate, you can participate monthly uh, and register for it that way, or you can still register for the whole series and get the uh, recordings that you've missed and the PDFs that you've missed uh, emailed to you by my assistant, Jeff. Okay, so here's my questions of what I've come up with. Archangel Michael's been speaking on the the subject of the virtues uh, quite a number of times, a lot recently, um, and uh, he actually said back at the end of last year, or somewhere in the in the transmission that came through last year, that he wanted <coughs> the ability to go. In depth and speak much more about them in depth. So um, I would like to know if there's any other virtues that he hasn't talked about yet um, uh, in, in any of the messages, especially something that's like very different that he's never, you know, never a virtue that he's never discussed with us before, um, and if he could uh, share with us about that virtue because the t- virtue teachings that he's been giving have been very very profound, and there's some very unique things that he's been teaching about the virtue. Uh, especially about their ability to, you know, to, to reconcile opposites, uh, and that that particular part of the virtue is being able to uh, be these powers, so to speak, to reconcile opposites, regardless of what the virtue is. Uh, and then he gives some profound explanations as to how on some of them too. Um, so he's and, and he's been giving some just really really unique uh, wisdom that he's been sharing. But in addition to sharing wisdom and giving us, um, you know, deep, profound, what I call perennial wisdom, wisdom that's never going to be outdated, uh, that we're always going to, uh, it's always going to apply. Um, he's also doing light activations and energy work. And that's actually the reason why I call these, you know, why these are called transmissions, and I uh, reference them as transmissions, because um, he's made this very obvious, uh, and it was so obvious last time, uh, it was, just really, really incredible. Uh, what what the he and the other angels uh, were doing at the end when they took in like all of this energy that empathetically, you know, uh, humanity was feeling all this emotions and all this energy from our emotions that humanity was feeling, and they just kind of inhaled it into themselves uh, in order to take it uh, for us uh, because of how overwhelming uh, it all can be. So that was really. Uh, unique uh, energy work that they did um in, in, in activating uh the the empathy, uh especially when it was when they were talking about the virtue of empathy. So I also um would like to ask him if he would like to explain anything about the light activation part of these transmissions, Um, if there's anything he wants to describe to us or uh, tell us about it or if he would, uh, you know, because last time it was was so amazing that he told us some of what he was doing with the light activation. Most of the time he doesn't. You know, most of the time it's just the energy that he's sending to the planet, to each one of us during the transmission and not just when it's participating in live, but I believe also believe that it, it, it's it's carried through because of the the quantum energy in sound vibration that um, is there in the recordings even so when a person is listening to the recording of the podcast they actually can be receiving the transmission then even so um, and that the transmission is is kind of received through that person but during the time that we're participating in it live there's something special so I'm really grateful and thankful to all of you who uh, you know put it on your calendars and decide to participate in it live. Because I believe not only is the transmission coming to us, but it's coming through us. Um, And he described that actually, he actually used those exact words last month, that there's some of it that's just coming through us. So some of it's coming to us, some of it's coming through us. And then there's this direct energy work that's being done during the time that it definitely that it's live. There's something unique about the energy work, light activation part of it during a live part of it. Um, so I just would like to put out there if there's anything that he would like to ask, Um, I'm sorry, explain, uh, if there's anything he would like to explain about um, what light work, energy work, light activations um, he and any of the other angels working with him are doing. Um, And then my last questions um, have to do with the sacred time period that we're just getting ready to enter. Um, quite often, uh, these transmissions have all been on um, sacred times, meaning like times in the, the according to the the natural cosmic calendar or the earthly calendar, such as the lunar calendar, the solar, you know, calendar, um, you know, full moons, new moons, things along that line, solstices, equinoxes. Um, in fact, for you know, years and years, these transmissions uh, were mostly on the solstices and the equinoxes only, and it may return to that. I don't know. It's just last year in 2020 and 2021 that he's asked me to do these series um, of monthly, and they're not even all year long, right? So it's it, last year, I believe it was seven, and this year it was also seven. So there's some reason for that as well. And he's asked to, he asked, I didn't choose for it to be on the 20th, um, he asked for it to be on the 20th, and I believe that there's a sacred time uh, reason for that as well. I've not tuned into any other reason, or he's not given us any other reason for that. Um, and so, uh, right on the 20th, in fact, the eve of the 20th, you know, is 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 the um, the last day of um, the sun being in one zodiac sign and as it transitions into the next zodiac sign. Um, so it literally is the cusp. right sitting here, right here at the cusp when the sun is. Trans- transitioning from leaving one zodiac sign and entering to another zodiac sign um and uh the the, in western astrology which is astrology that most people here in the United States follow it's not um always astronomically accurate but uh when it comes to you know the seasons and all of that it is accurate so in western astrology um it's actually going to be this is the cusp right now and and it's going to be transitioning into Gemini for the next month from the from the 20th to the 20th uh It'll be in Gemini. And of course, the 20th of June, uh, which will be our next uh, Archangel Michael Global Transmission and uh, Light Activation Is the summer solstice so it's the actual day of the summer solstice Um, so sometimes in this series uh, these actually will be falling on the the solstices and the equinoxes so um, our next one will be on June 20th on the exact day of the solstice but between now and the solstice there's these really powerful celestial events that are going to be happening that this just seems like it's the most power packed months that we're entering into as of i'd say tonight to the twentieth right so like from 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 now until the twentieth of June, uh, the most power packed as far as just uh, astronomical events astrological uh, things that are going to be you know happening influences. Uh, and just those, those those cosmic energies, those cosmic forces that um, whether we know it or not, whether we realize it or not, uh, have a direct impact on our planet, have a direct impact on the elements, have a direct impact uh, on all creatures and all beings and on us. Um, so I would like to ask if Archangel Michael would like to tell us anything specific about this sacred time period that we're entering into. Um, part of this sacred time period between now and the summer solstice is going to be it's going to be eclipse season. Um, there uh, are always eclipses every year, sometimes multiple ones. Uh, this, however, is going to be the most powerful of the eclipses of the year and the most powerful eclipse season. Um, it, it's common, very common, for there to be a um, uh, eclipses to come in pairs. Uh, it, it can also come in threes. It can be three eclipses kind of back-to-back, etc., but the, the most common is for them to come in pairs. So there's going to be two eclipses between now and the summer solstice, and the first one is actually next week. We're actually within a few days. Um, it's going to be on May the 26th, um, and that is a, a full moon, which is a, a lunar eclipse that night and it, that full moon lunar eclipse on May the 26th is also a super moon and the super moon means that, this, that the, the moon is at its nearest approach to the earth which happens once a month uh, but it doesn't always happen on the full moon right? so every month the, the earth comes close at its closest point to the earth in its rotation and it has also its furthest away distance point in its rotation and um, whenever that happens on a full moon it's called a supermoon it also can be called a new moon supermoon too it can also be called a supermoon if it happens on a new moon but so this full moon um may 26 which is um you know, lots of beautiful information out there about it. I'm not going to tell you everything connected to it. But um, there is something else that's really powerful connected to it. So not only is it a super moon, not only is it a full moon, not only is it a lunar eclipse, um, but in the, um, the Eastern religion of Buddhism, it is a very sacred, high, holy day uh, celebrated by millions of people all over the world um, who follow Buddhism or who at least honor it. Um, Um, And it's the day of the birth, the the celebration of the birth, the enlightenment and the death of the Buddha. And it is considered to be a highly, highly auspicious day uh, where that which you put out returns back to you multifold. Um, And uh, that's the the, the WESAC. It's called WESAC, uh, the WESAC moon, um, which is always like around this time period. It's always every year. uh, It's always on a full moon, and it's always a full moon around this time period. But this year, the WESAC moon which is such an auspicious time where all this energy that we put out comes back to us uh, in multifold, uh, and it's such an auspicious time for spiritual growth and spiritual advancement, etc., is the full moon lunar eclipse, in, which is also a super moon, and the beginning of uh, the eclipse season. So this is the the most powerful month uh, of the year, of 2021. There will be other powerful celestial events happening this year, but this is like the, the most of the year, uh, that, we're, that we're beginning now. So I always like if you can give us some kind of guidance, some kind of instruction, some kind of insight how to work with these energies. Is there any kind of meditation or spiritual practice or anything like that um, that he would recommend that we do um, on in these eclipses um, uh, that's coming up on the full moon eclipse and then the solar eclipse which is coming two weeks later, right? So they, they happen in pairs so it'll be on the new moon Um, and so the new moon solar eclipse uh, not visible in the United States but it's still we're going to be feeling it will be on June the 10th Um, so June the 10th for the new moon solar eclipse May 26 for the full moon lunar eclipse now for those of you on the western part of the United States uh, there is going to be some visibility so make sure you look that up Um, uh, there there will be some visibility in, in the western part of the United States for the upcoming full moon lunar eclipse. So in the middle of the two, which is another reason why this is also going to be such a power-packed celestial energy time, um, and and energies are going to be really, really high, running high and sometimes running charged, uh, especially this will add a, a unique charge and complexity to it is going to be the Mercury retrograde. And um, I'm not going to explain everything. Mercury retrograde is, if you're not familiar with it, please go ahead and look it up. Um, but it is uh, always something that adds um, extra uh, complexity to things because it causes us to uh, reflect, uh, re- refocus, redirect, <laughs> um, you know, re- relax, re- renew. All those things are good too, uh, but but it's like oftentimes we have to kind of redo Uh, there's just a lot of things if if a word starts with re we tend to say that it's uh, something that may be appropriate for Mercury retrograde periods and it's going to be retrograde May the 29th and go all the way through uh, the summer solstice to June 22nd so uh, we'll be feeling those energies uh, from the 29th all the way through to June the 22nd Um, and so and it's right in the eclipse. Eclipse season, right? Happening in the eclipse season, so yeah. So I'd like to know um, if there's anything that he wants us to uh, to know about these things, and um, I'll just put it, leave it at that, and uh, let him respond. Okay, so that's all the questions, and so let me just explain the rest of the process. We're going to just move forward into it. Um, so the 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 rest of the process was after the questions have been put out. Uh, they they gave me a um, a four-step process, that a, a four-part process that's done in five steps. <laughs> um, uh, the four parts are uh, praising, asking, thanking, receiving. Um, so those are the four parts, praising, asking, thanking, receiving. But it's done in five steps because think of it like a circle, right? So beginning with praise, then we ask, and then we thank, and then we receive, but then we return back full circle back to praise again. Um, so the fifth step is also to return back to praise. It's different the second time that we'll turn back to the praising. And um, the praising is an expression of love. Uh, it's not a boosting of ego or anything like that. And and it's connecting with the, the, that loving connection with the divine um, directly through uh, these sacred names of God, these sacred names of the divine that um, are these Hebrew names that the angels gave me to use again these are the ones they've kind of guided me to use or not um, you know it's not like no non others could be used if you have a uh, different orientation different religion you could always use other uh, sacred names of the divine or praise songs or praise chants to make that connection but with um, the instruction they gave me for making this connection with the angelic realm and for bringing through these messages and transmissions from them um, they've given me the um, the the specific uh, Hebrew chant uh, with uh, the one we're going to be using tonight um, is since we're going to be invoking Archangel Michael. Um, is to uh, use a pronunciation of his name. It's not necessarily a Hebrew pronunciation of his name, but the pronunciation that I use in the chant is Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Um, and then the Hebrew uh, names for God. So Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohenu, and then Mikael, Mikael, Mikael again. Um, so that'll be the praise chant that we're going to use. So it'll be Mikael, 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 Adonai Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu, Mika'el, Mika'el, Mika'el. And all of those, including Michael's name, that pronunciation of Michael's name, Mika'el, um, have names for God in them, because uh, that L part uh, that you see oftentimes at the end of the archangel's names is an ancient Hebrew name for God. Um, in fact, Michael or Mika'el means he who is like God or he who is like unto God. And so you're, you're invoking the name of of El, and even when you're calling in those angels, or we're calling Archangel Michael, we're even invoking the name of El. And then the Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu, also all Hebrew names for for God, for the divine, um, both plural as well as very specific, particular ones. Um, And so after we do that, uh, I'll basically just be singing it out loud, uh, literally singing, chanting it out loud and ask everybody to participate with me Uh, the instructions that they give for this process is to participate in the process to not have anybody just uh, witnessing uh, but to actually have everybody participating uh, to have you all be participants in the process so um, as I guide you through it just please um, you know follow step by step even if you're listening to this on the recording you'll get so much more out of the transmission because uh, the idea is that if you go through this process uh, um, it also puts you in a state to be able to deeply receive uh, the, the, the transmission and um, receive more of whatever maybe is being transmitted personally to you and maybe even personally through you. So um, yes, yeah, so after the praise, I'll guide us to go into the asking. So that's a very specific step-by-step invocation. And then I'll guide us directly. We'll just kind of move right through it. Just one, two, three, four, you know, through the steps here. Um, and I'll take a seamlessly into um, the, the gratitude prayer and then I'll take you seamlessly into uh, going into a deep, relaxed, meditative state and just allowing yourself to receive because this is being recorded and it will be podcasted and all of you will be able to listen to it. You'll even be able to download it for free from the podcast. Um, it's best if you don't even take written notes right now. If you really want to have the fullest, best experience of receiving the full transmission, it's best to just relax as I'm going to guide you to do that time, that time comes um, and let yourself open to receive and then take notes afterwards, take notes once you're listening to the podcast again, uh, that kind of thing. And so it's during that time that I'm going to go into a deep meditative trance state and um, I'll allow Archangel Michael to uh, his energy to come in and that um, energy transmission that can be received as a vocal transmission to come through my voice. Uh, so I'll we bring you through the vocal part of the transmission but there's so much more energy. Like the energy is being sent to all of you, through all of you, to the earth, to all of humanity. It's really the full energetic transmission of which the only, the vocal part is coming through my voice, um, allowing him to use my voice to speak the vocal part of the transmission. Uh, and I'll be in this deep, deep trans meditative state while that's happening. I'm hearing it at the same time that you're hearing it. In fact, I'm watching, Uh, the mind is engaged, but the mind is engaged in watching, witnessing, listening, observing, um, you know, what, what's being said and also what they want to show me so as soon as he's done speaking uh, usually he'll just say goodbye somehow or he'll just um, finish and uh, go silent Um, I will bring us up out of the meditation again um, but I'll complete the process Uh, I'll complete the process by having us praise again I actually like to throw in a little gratitude too when I'm doing the final praise but the praise at the end is different than the praise at the beginning it's just going to be Adonai Elohim by itself and it'll just be really short. It won't be as many times or as many repetitions, but just enough to honor the process, bring it full circle back to completion. And um, then the first thing I do when I'm coming up out of, I'll bring us all up out of the meditation. I'll share anything that I saw, heard, felt, uh, that, went in a, you know, that went along with whatever thing, anything that he was saying or anything that stood out to me, and we'll be finished. Um, and I can unmute everybody and for everybody to say goodbye, and, and we'll be finished. So now we're ready. Um, I'm gonna grab a drink of water here, check the recordings, make sure everything's good with those. And looks like everything is good. If you can make yourself comfortable. So I want you if you're really tired, um, you may be susceptible to fall asleep, so you might want to sit up. Um, but if you want to lay down, that's fine too. I just want you all to make yourself really comfortable where you can relax and we're going to sit back and we're going to close our eyes and we're going to take some some long slow deep breaths in order to center ourselves just use the breath to bring you fully present get you nice centered and grounded Now I'm going to bring us through and guide us through the praising, so please participate in with me as I do the praise chant. Mikael.
1: Mikael. I don't know, I don't know, Make a not I don't know, don't know, I don't know, I, know I don't know, I know me queda me queda me queda Adonai Elohim Adonai Eloheinu I Make a make Mika'el make a Adonai a I don't know
0: Deep I don't know make a make in hell And exhale. Now we're going to move into the asking. So we're going to go into an invocation prayer that I want you to silently say along with me as I take us through the steps. So the first step is I want us to all now silently in prayer Call upon the presence of divine love and divine light in whatever way feels right to you. I ask that we be protected and connected through divine love and divine light. I ask that we be connected today in a circle of love and a circle of light that extends all around the country, all around the world, that extends across space and it extends across time and the space-time continuum to even those who are listening later who are participating in this at different times. A circle of light and love that we are all part and parcel of.
1: And that we are
0: in divine protection as we are within it. And now, as we go deeper into the prayer, let's all personally, in whatever way feels right, call upon Archangel Michael. Invoke his presence into our circle of light. Ask him to unite our light, amplify it, and to bring in his light activations and the energy that he wants to bring forth and awaken in us and the planet and activate in us and in the planet And I must ask Archangel Michael to hear the questions that were put forth today, by myself and others that participated in the questioning. And to give us any guidance and insight that he can about any or all of these things. And let's give him permission. Let's give Archangel Michael permission to speak freely about anything that he feels is for all of our higher, highest good at this time, for the highest good of all. And now we're going to move from the asking into the thanking. We're going to offer our gratitude prayers. First, let's offer our gratitude prayers to Archangel Michael, and thank him for being a constant companion in our world, being a constant companion in our lives. He's a constant companion for this world, and we want to thank him for all that he does and all that he is, known and unknown to us. And then we want to go deeper into our gratitude, and we want to now send out gratitude prayers directly to the divine and offer our gratitude for this experience today, for this gathering, but also our gratitude for the blessings of life and the blessing of life uh, so let's just send those out silently right now in whatever way feels right to you that's whatever way in which you're feeling gratitude in your heart right now. And then we're going to transition from the thanking into the receiving. So in order to receive the guidance the angels have given is to have everyone just relax even more now. So just deepen your breathing. With every breath that you take, just let yourself relax even more now into a quiet, meditative, listening state where you're awake, but you're listening and receiving all that's being transmitted. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation. Until the next words that come through are the vocal part of this transmission. Penetrate deep into the stillness. Allow yourself to go deeper into the stillness within. To be aware of the still point in your mind and the still point in your heart. The still point is a place of peace. But it is also the well. It is also a vortex that allows you to penetrate even further into the spiritual world, into the all that is. Your connection with spirit, your connection with soul, your connection with the divine. I refer to the still point as well Many people are afraid to reach the still point because they think their thought ceases, or awareness ceases, or feeling ceases. Quite the contrary. The other word that I use for the still point is the origin point. The still point within the mind is not the place where thought ceases and awareness ceases. It is where it originates from and the deep well from which so much more awareness can spring. And your true self, your true nature flows forth And all of the virtues, as I have described them, can flow forth like a well or a spring that can be a source for a great and mighty river. The still point in your mind and the still point in your heart, they are ultimately, even though you experience them in different ways and you access them in different ways, they are ultimately interconnected. Intertwined and interconnected. The same source, the same spring. The same well that flows through and that connects to both. When you connect deeply and penetrate either one or both, with still point of the mind or the heart, these things that you struggle with become more effortless and there is more of an ease and a flow and grace and all of the virtues can flow forth to help you with all of the things that you struggle with. It doesn't mean that everything is solved, but everything will be resolved and will come to resolve, resolve in and of itself a sacred virtue, a sacred power of the divine that flows to creation. ...that flows through you. And there are things that I have already said and stated... ...in previous messages about resolve. And there's much more to say in regards to it. But it is not the virtue that I wish to speak about here today... More in depth. I wish to speak about another virtue. A virtue that many know of and have heard of and practice, each of you to varying degrees, using that power not even fully understanding it all. And a virtue that is very important for those of you who feel like it is very hard and very difficult for you to penetrate into the still point of either one, your mind or your heart. Those of you who feel like you struggle with your mind being overactive, your emotions being too strong, your empathy energies or empathic energies that you pick up being too strong and not knowing what to do with all of those energies. The energies of thoughts can be so dominating that you don't even know what all else your mind is capable of. Your mind is capable of so much more than just thinking thoughts. Thoughts are an important part of the mind's capability, yes. Very important. I am not minimizing the importance of thoughts or the power of them. I'm just saying that Not to mention the gifts of your soul, the gifts of your spirit, but just the gift of your mind is so much more than an instrument for thoughts. There's so much more that is a part of the mind. Just as there is so much more that is a part of the heart than just your feelings and your emotions and your feeling function that I have been speaking of in this, in this series of messages and previous messages. But when the mind is filled with the energy of thoughts, especially recurring thoughts, repeating thoughts, or when the heart is filled with strong emotions and emotional energies and so much of what your energy of what you're feeling from yourself and from others and for others, as I described about empathy, as feeling for others, energy that you literally take for others because it's so much for them. So when the heart is filled when the mind is filled, when there's so much energy there, it can be very hard to reach that still point, to penetrate this deep point, the way that I am saying, the way that I am encouraging you all to do, and that you need, in order to reach that resolve and have that resolve of so many things in your personal lives that you're struggling with and so many things in your relationships that you are struggling with, with each other. And resolve so many of the difficulties and struggles that are manifest in your world right now. Conflicts and Ways in which you're using your energies to create and co-create things that are not in alignment. Not in alignment with the universal laws, not in alignment with the universal principles, not in alignment with the virtues, not in alignment with the divine will for who you are all to be as co-creators in this reality. So to have that more effortless flow of that connection with the divine moving in you, through you, springing forth, flowing like a great river inside of your mind and your heart, You need to clean, to clean and clear the mind and the heart. Cleansing, cleansing the mind, cleansing the heart. Cleansing is the virtue. Most of you are aware of the well known saying that cleanliness is next to godliness. But it doesn't just mean getting rid of the clutter in your house and doing your dishes. That can help, too. Because cluttered energies around you, within your energetic space, within your energetic environment that you are living within, working within, circulating within, those all affect your own energy fields. Everything is energy. Everything. Every material object even man-made material objects are so made of energy. The energies of whatever those materials are that produce those objects. Every natural made, divinely made and created objects. Every element. Everything is energy. And so, yes, the virtue of cleansing, or what some may call cleanliness, does mean clearing those energy fields around you by cleansing your environments. And there are regular routines of that that are needed to stay balanced, to stay in harmony and balance, and there are special times where it is necessary to do the deeper cleanses and this sacred time period that you're moving into, and this year of emergence of which this sacred time period is a part and parcel of. This year of emergence is one such time. Is a sacred time for the deeper cleansing using that virtue of purification would be another word that I would use for the virtue whether you call the virtue cleanliness, whether you call the virtue cleansing, whether you call the virtue purification, they are ultimately the same virtue that I'm describing And so it's an appropriate time in this year of emergence and it's an appropriate time during this eclipse season here in the heart, in the middle of this year of emergence. To do deep cleansing of the energy fields in your environments especially anything that has not been done for a long time. Anywhere where there is old, stuck energy, where there is lots of clutter or something that you have been wanting to move, that you've been wanting to change, that you've been wanting to shift and clear, especially during the coming weeks. But any time this year is a time for this deeper cleansing, this deeper purification. It's appropriate now. But that's the external. And yes, the external energies that impact your auric field, your energy field, and have an impact on you. But then there's the inner cleansing. And I'm not just talking about cleansing in the body. My original point in this message about this time of emergence and about this sacred time in the eclipse season And all of the energies that it will send forth, because once these eclipses are finished, it's not that the energies will stop. All eclipses, the energies ripple forth from them throughout cycles, 11-year cycles, 14-year cycles, that begin in each eclipse season. So yes, the cleansing of the energy fields. Yes, cleansing of the body. I highly recommend it. But most importantly, the cleansing of the mind. The cleansing of the heart. In fact... taking the whole rest of this year of emergence, cleansing on all of those levels. But if you're to start anywhere and you don't feel that you want to do it on all of the levels, the starting place is the cleansing of the mind and the cleansing of the heart the most important place where the virtue of purification needs to be applied. And so what are you purifying your mind of? begin to recognize that use the virtue of awareness to focus on that is it obsessive thoughts if so what are those thoughts about what is the nature of those thoughts what is the recurring theme within them Or is it emotions that is penetrating the thought field and disturbing the mind? Which is why it is not good to penetrate deep into the still point of one without also understanding the other. Nor cleansing one without also cleansing the other. Because you could do years and years and years, and there are people who have done this for millennia, of cleansing practices for the mind, but unless you cleanse the heart, the emotions can still disturb the energy fields of the mind. In fact, what you may use the virtue of awareness to become aware of is just how much of what is disturbing the energy field of your mind and cluttering in your thoughts is emotion-driven. Worry, anxiety, fear, for example. Being those emotions and even worry, anxiety, they are forms of fear. And it's the, just one example because any emotion at all, grief, sorrow, despair, as well as all of the positive emotions can literally fill the mind to where that's all that's in the mind. And so to try to cleanse the mind over and over and over again without cleansing the heart, purifying the heart, it's just going to refill. To use an analogy that all of you could understand when you think about cleansing the clutter in your home and the energy fields of your home, as I was describing, it would be like You are cleansing, clearing, eliminating, discarding things, and then you turn around and it's just filled right back up again. So the cleansing mind without cleansing the heart is allowing for that purified mind to be just refilled once again with that flood of emotions that may be flooding the thought fields. And your mind is an energy field, ultimately. And so yes, cleanse the mind, purify the mind, and cleanse and purify the heart. It's best to do them both. And to work on them both simultaneously. Shaker sound vibration is one of the tools and methodologies used by every spiritual culture in the world, modern and ancient. To alter the vibratory frequency in the mind, in the heart, and in the body. All sound vibration, all music has the power to penetrate all of those fields. Physical fields, heart field, mind, energy field. But quite specifically,
1: sacred sound vibrations. made from
0: sacred instruments, or made from your own voice, which is a very sacred instrument. Sacred sound vibrations, such as the chant, that was used for praise. Not the part of it with my name, but with the part of it Adonai, Elohim, because these are not just ordinary names, any and all names from the infinite of creation. And there are an infinite number of them that are sacred names of the divine. They vibrate differently. And when you vibrate them internally in the heart, and when you vibrate them internally in the mind, and when you vibrate them internally in the heart and the mind simultaneously, they cleanse. They purify. They clear and they shift and alter the frequency. Not just raising the frequency, purifying the frequency, transmuting the frequency. Of where your thoughts are vibrating, where you are heart and your, especially the motions of your heart, is vibrating. And when reverberated or chanted or sung or toned out loud, then the body is also vibrationally benefited by that. This is our state, our natural state, all of us in the angelic realm. We're in a constant state of vibrating. We also consider it to be a constant state of praise, a constant state of continuous prayer. Unending prayer, ceaseless prayer. Through the reverberations of these sacred sound vibrations, this is also why we are referred to that our sounds and those that can hear us sometimes can hear it as celestial song or choirs of angels. No matter what else we're doing with our energy, no matter what else we are focusing on, no matter what else we are assisting, we are still always perpetually in that constant state of praise, in that constant Mm -hmm. vibration of love with those sacred, divine
1: some vibrations.
0: There are, in addition, other methodologies and techniques for cleansing the mind and the heart. meditation techniques. The reason why breath work and breathing meditations are so foundational to and across the board to all meditation practices universally because the breath also is a very cleansing thing. Every inhale, every exhale. You're cleansing and purifying your body. You're not just bathing yourselves in oxygen. You're literally bathing yourself in prana, in chi, in life force energy. Especially when you put your awareness to the breath. But then when you use the breath with a sound vibration, a whole other... Layer, a whole other level is reached. But the breath and the breath alone is cleansing. Breathing in, breathing out, but allowing yourself to focus in your mind. Not only on the breathing of the breath, but on the energy that is moving with it. Beginning to focus the mind on the life force energy, the prana that is moving with it, the chi that is moving with it. And moving with every inhale and every exhale, that life force energy through the energy field of the mind and through the energy field of the heart. Cleansing them, opening them, opening them and allowing you to reach deeper, go deeper, to penetrate the still point. Beyond sound vibration, beyond breath work and conscious breath work as a breathing meditation, there are also other techniques and practices. It is very beneficial for the mind for you to practice. Mindfulness it brings you into the now. And any mindfulness techniques and practices that bring you into the now can enable you to easily detach, release, surrender, use the virtue of surrender as a cleansing purification technique. But even with all of these things, if you're still struggling, if you're still doing them or you've done them for a while and you're not feeling that you're receiving the full benefit of the purification, the cleanse. Remember that the virtue, that cleansing is a virtue, purification is a virtue, that is energy coming directly from the divine and make sure that you are asking for help with it. You can call upon me and you can call upon others in the angelic realm, the other angels that are working with you and ask for their help in assisting you. with the purification, with the cleansing. And tap directly through your prayers and ask directly to the divine source, which is the well, the, the spring source, the soul source, the wellspring source of all of the virtue, of all that is virtuous, of all that is. Allow it to flow through you and cleanse you. So allow it. Ask it for it.
1: And allow it.
0: And cleansing the body will also help. It doesn't have to be dramatic, it doesn't have to be extreme even gentle cleanses from whatever it is that you feel your body needs or that others have been sharing with you or trying to reflect to you that, that you need to focus on for your body Because the body, mind, and the emotional power of the heart are all the vehicles and vessels for your spirit, the vehicles for your soul and your spirit, to do all that you've come into this world to do. They are individual, yes, and they must be worked with individually, but they are also indivisible. They are intertwined and interconnected. When you purify the mind, it has a beneficial effect on the body. When you purify the heart, it has a beneficial effect on your body. When you purify the body, it has a beneficial effect on your mind and your heart. Listen to your intuition about it. Sometimes a purification... Of the body can just be as simple as a half day fast or a full day fast with just some water or some fruits or some juices Listen to your intuition about it and to your body about it. How deep of a cleanse you feel you need and how long of a cleanse you feel you need. And if you feel like you need a longer cleanse, also reach out for the help from the spiritual world and from those who Know more about that. And may be able to help you if you feel you need a longer, deeper cleanse. But sometimes it can be as simple as fasting from one food for a long period of time. Eating all other foods. And sometimes it's not food, it is things that you drink and things that you put into your body elsewise. That creates toxins within the system. And cleansing out those toxins. There's a physical purification can very much also facilitate a detoxification. And it doesn't have to be done all at once, and it doesn't have to be done all right now, and not just within the eclipse season. You have this year of emergence. all of you have been going through so much individually and collectively. I've mentioned before that there is a collective trauma to all of what you all have been going through, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you believe it or not. It's real. And there's a collective healing that's needed and necessary in in order to emerge into all that comes next and reorder into a higher order, when there's been chaos and you've gone through chaos, all of the universal laws and all that is taking place on the quantum energetic level is literally set up To bring you through that chaos and back to order, but not just reordering at the level in which you were at before, reordering at a higher level. Emerging from the chaos into a new order, and into an order that is at a higher level. This is quantum nature of energy, and it is the nature of the universal laws that govern your world and govern the material realms of existence.
1: And by focusing
0: on what is left within this year of emergence and using it to purify, to cleanse, And to live a virtuous life by applying all of the virtues I've been speaking of and more. To restore the virtues again in your life. To restore the virtues again in your world. And take them to a higher level. Not with more rigidity. Because rigidity doesn't Take virtuous practice to a higher level. It takes it to a lower level.
1: But with harmony and fluidity,
0: restoring the virtues in your lives and in your world will indeed assure and guarantee the reordering from the chaos at a higher order into a higher level of order as it is intended to be as it has occurred before and it will occur again and again
1: and again You're not
0: just here to receive from this emergence. You're not just here to take from it, but to serve it. And to serve humanity through it. And to co-create where it is bringing you and what it is bringing you to. Serve what is emerging. Purify, cleanse, apply the virtues. These and all I have discussed and more. And serve what is emerging. end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a song, prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And then we'll come full circle back to the praise again. I'm just going to do Adonai Elohim by itself a few times here to complete the process.
1: Adonai Elohim I don't know. Hello, here. I don't know. Hello, here. I don't know. Hello, here. Do you inhale?
0: And then, then we can come fully up out of the meditation, allowing ourselves to shift and move and open our eyes when we feel ready. I'm going to, before I open my eyes, try to bring through a few things that were some visuals there at the very end, very beautiful, amazing visuals at the end. Actually, once he finished speaking, I was aware of just um, this. Cleansing, um showering—that uh, of 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 light that he was sending. It was like we were being bathed, um, which is another, you know, bathing is another cleansing, right? So it's another way we cleanse. Um, it's like we were being bathed, but we weren't being bathed in water. We were being bathed in this love and this light that, was, that Archangel Michael was transmitting and that he was activating in us and for us and, and he was transmitting through us and just kind of cleansing through us. It was just like a, like a shower of this love and light and it was just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful light that I was seeing that we were being showered with for that cleansing that he was doing. And I was aware of it at the end, and I was thinking, is this just now starting? But then I realized that it had actually been going on the entire time, or at least most of the time. I don't know when it actually began. Maybe it was for the whole time. But um, the only reason I wasn't uh, seeing it before is because I was getting other visuals throughout. But definitely was feeling it. You know, feeling was feeling like every time he would describe something to us, he's actually trying to take us there, right? So it's like he's not just trying to describe this, uh, these things to us and teach us. He's actually trying to uh, definitely several points, um, almost as if he's like guiding us there. It's like li- literally like trying to take us there. Um, and uh yeah, so the more that you, you know, you can go back and once this is up into the podcast you can go back you can listen to it again and try to just really let go and like really receive and let, let try to let him take you there right try to let him take you where he's trying to take you like even in the beginning he's trying to help take you to that still point and if you can't get there then he's trying to help take you through all these other experiences perhaps that can help you to get there not just instruct us about what to do but actually trying to help us do it um that's very obvious and very evident to me uh, throughout uh, big chunks of this message today. There's some, some times that he's describing things, but there are times where he's actually, you know, not just describing, he's trying to take us there. Um, and whenever that happens, I'm always just deeply affected by it um, because I feel like I get an experience of what he's talking about. So it's very awesome uh experience awe inspiring experience which is my constant state after i'm done with these transmissions and just in awe of them and awe of him and in awe of uh all of these incredible beings and and also the incredible beings of which we are and all of what we have when i remember oh actually one of the things that was really profound for me was when he said the mind is capable of so much more than just thinking. It's like, it's like so, has so many more potentials and possibilities and so much of what else it has, the capability of doing. I just experienced the the energy field of the mind that he was talking about. It's so expansive and there's so much more, more there. So that was a very, um, very beautiful experience to experience that I'm grateful for. Um, like all of them, there's so much in here uh there's stuff that applies now, um and there's stuff that is going to apply throughout the entire year. Obviously, he's talking about this whole year and this whole second half of the year we're going to be merging into so um And then there's going to be stuff that I think is even going to be, you know, some of these teachings on purification and the virtue of cleanliness and cleansing, um, basically some of that's going to be, you know, applied long after this year is over. So, all right. I think that's it on my sharing. I'm going to... um, pull up the screen where everybody, I can see whoever's logged in. I can't see you, but I can see the how many people are logged in, and I can turn off the recording, and then I can unmute you. So it seems like that screen pulled up again.